pray you are doing well. Welcome back to another episode of the Declaration and Faith podcast. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about my process of joining the military, specifically the Air Force. If you all did not know, which I'm sure some of you did not, I'm officially in the United States Air Force. I graduated from BMT, which is basic military training, on Thursday, August 11th. It was difficult at times, stressful at times, frustrating at times, but I thank God for allowing me to make it through. But I'll talk about that more probably in another episode. So I'm currently at my technical school where I'm training for my specific job, but in this episode I mainly wanted to focus on my process for joining because it honestly didn't go as planned or as I hoped it would go. And there's a few things that I would have done differently if I had the chance to like redo my process. This is probably going to be a pretty long episode, so grab your popcorn, your snacks, your dinner, your tea, your coffee, (laughs) whatever it is, and let's get into it. So first I'm going to talk about some things I would have done differently, and then I'll get into why it didn't go as planned. So after you meet with a recruiter for the first time, You fill out some like necessary documents and you take a practice ASVAB test. Your recruiter schedules you to go to the MEPS, which is the military entrance processing station. If all your documents are good and if you are set on your decision to join. At the MEPS, you go through a series of tests like a physical, hearing test, eye exam. You take the ASVAB and other tests if needed. That process actually went really well for me. I thank God it was a smooth process. Like I went in, did what I had to do, and that was that. I'm really thankful for that. So anyways, after you finish with all of your testing, you sit down with an Air Force liaison, which is basically the person who is the link of communication between the Air Force and those that are enlisting. So you sit down with the liaison and review the full list of jobs you're qualified for, and it's based on your ASVAB score. And you have to choose about 10 jobs, I think, that you'd be willing to do. As you go through the jobs and you don't know what a job is, or what is required of it, please ask the liaison or ask them to like look it up right then and there. This is the mistake I made because once you finalize your list, that means like these are all the jobs that you're willing to do when they become available. You can add more jobs, but you just can't take any off. I didn't ask any questions or anything. I just honestly randomly chose or chose what sounded good. Some of the jobs, I knew what they were, but some I didn't know anything at all and that's another thing before you even go to the maps or actually before you even meet with a recruiter go on the official Air Force website and look at all the jobs see what they are see what's required and see what interests you this is another mistake I made I kind of looked into jobs but at the same time I didn't like I looked at a few and wrote down a few but that was it so whenever you're sitting down with your recruiter again after going to the maps and they ask you to put more jobs on your list just so you have more options and more jobs will become available to you, don't. It isn't necessary. Also, don't let the recruiter convince you to do something you don't want to do or something you have no idea what it consists of or what it requires. That's not what happened to me, but just saying like in general. I didn't feel like I was pressured to do anything, but I just felt like I was being rushed to just like make a decision and to choose a job just so I can like get out Like, I don't know, like, she was an okay recruiter, like, I just felt rushed, and also I didn't really know, like, anything about her or her experience, I just wish she had, like, 
opened up a bit more and talked about her personal journey in like joining the Air Force and her job. But I don't know. I mean, maybe she didn't want to share or whatever the case, but I mean, that's okay too. I just wish I did have a better experience with the recruiting process. But anyway, so yeah, just stick with what you have and just make sure that you only put down what you would really like and are willing to do. Do your research on each job, like I said. Also, the job sheets show which jobs are in demand and currently needed and which jobs aren't, which I had no idea. There are like, there's so many things I didn't notice or even ask about, but there's also a lot that I wasn't even told. But anyways, <laughs> well, yeah, look at the sheet and see which jobs are in demand and have a high need. If you put down jobs that say they are, that they're not as in demand or not as needed right now, then you may be waiting several months up to a year before you leave for BMT and begin your career. But if you don't mind waiting, then just put them on your list. But if you put down jobs that are high in demand, you'll have the opportunity to leave for BMT within weeks and be able to begin your career. So that's something you also have to keep in mind. So with that being said, there's a few things I would have done differently during my process of joining. I would have done research beforehand on different jobs. I would have asked more questions. I would have got more clarifications. I would have not put more jobs on my list, like so many things. So now here's why things didn't go as planned. Okay. All right, ready? Okay, all right. So the day before you ship out for your job, you have to go to the MEPS again to like review and sign your contract or whatever. That evening, you'll stay at a hotel, and in the morning, the shuttle takes you back to the MEPS again for another physical, and then to like officially swear in and ship out, okay? So I get there, I get off the shuttle, I check in, I do a briefing, and then I had to wait to be called for the physical. After the physical, I sat down with the medical examiner to discuss if anything has changed since the very first time I went, and yeah, things changed, so... <laughs> the week before, I wasn't feeling well at all. It was the day after I met with my recruiter for the la for like our last meeting. When I met with her, I was feeling perfectly fine, but the next day I woke up with a bad headache, stomach ache, my nose was stuffy and I was coughing so much. I just I immediately prayed for healing over my body and I started taking medicine over the next couple of days. But I just got worse and worse, so I went to the ER. And I got a COVID test, and I got a flu test, and I got a strep throat test. <laughs> Everything came back negative, thank God. So I was sent home. I just I had just a cold or whatever. So I went home and continued resting, taking medicine, and praying over myself until my ship day. I thought I would be fully better on my ship day, but I was not. I was better, but not like 100%. My voice was gone, and I still had a runny nose, and I was coughing up mucus. So I explain all this to the medical examiner and she tells me that unfortunately I couldn't ship out until after two weeks and when they received my negative test results from the hospital since I was still having symptoms. In that moment I was pretty upset. I was frustrated. I was even thinking of just giving up with this process because I was so ready to go and so set on leaving. And I'll have to go through this process of waiting for another job and a new ship date. But I still continue to trust God. And yeah. at the same time, I'm kind of glad I didn't ship out because I did want to be fully better and not have to deal with symptoms during BMT and also risk other people becoming sick. 
So, I'm sent home from the MEPS. I call the hospital to request the results, like, immediately. And I also meet with my recruiter again to explain everything and just, like, apologize for not even telling her that I went to the ER. It just, it honestly slipped my mind. Like, I wasn't focused on, like, running to tell my recruiter. I was focused on trying to get better before I leave. But I still should have let her know, like, what was going on. So, after that, I just went to the hospital instead of waiting on them to like email or mail out my results because it was just it was taking too long so i'm ready to go like let's expedite anyway so i had them print out everything so i can turn them into my recruiter i turned them into my recruiter and she explains that it could take a week or a couple weeks or a month or a couple months until the meps approves everything a few days go by and she calls me telling me that everything is approved and that I'm good to ship out. She told me that there may be a job that leaves either the coming Tuesday or the Tuesday after next and that she'll get back to me. A few hours later, y'all, my recruiter's boss, my recruiter's boss, the boss actually calls me and tells me that there's a job that leaves next week. I really wasn't even expecting a call the same day, let alone like a few hours later. The job was actually something I originally wanted, but then I changed my mind about But I was like, you know what? I'm ready to go. I'm ready to leave, get my career started. Like, let's go. So regardless of what people say, good or bad, I'll never know the full scope of what it all entails until I actually do the job myself, you know? There's going to be good aspects and not so good aspects to every job. I feel like I went through all this just to go back to what I originally wanted because I'm going to make a change. God wants me to take on this career because I'm needed. I'm going to be an asset. I'm going to be a light. I'm going to allow the light of Jesus to shine through me for others to see. So anyway, I was like, let me just let him know that I'll take it. So I call him back like the next day. I let him know that I'll take the job. This was on a Friday. So four days later on Tuesday morning, I went to MEPS again, and I officially swore in, and then shipped out from BMT, and now, here we are. Here we are. Honestly, this was just a really frustrating process, filled with upsetting news, doubt, and uncertainty. I was just so upset that I even got sick, so upset that I couldn't ship out, so upset that I had to wait again. Even though it was frustrating, God still turned it around and worked everything out for my good. My documents were approved in like two days when the approval could have taken like two weeks or even two months. And I got booked for a job that was leaving in a few days rather than having to wait months for a different ship date. But anyways, I just thank God for it all, like for everything, just this whole process altogether. Even when it seems like things aren't going your way, even when things get frustrating and difficult, continue to stand firm in your faith and trust that God's best is on the other side of whatever you're dealing with. Even in the suffering, give thanks. If you haven't listened to the second episode of my podcast called Rejoice in Our Sufferings, I encourage you to go back and listen because I talk about another difficult season I went through and I told myself that even in the suffering, even in the pain, even in the hurt, I'm going to give thanks. Trust God in the uncertainty. Stop worrying about the next thing and what's going to come next and I don't know what's going to happen and all these things. 
Matthew 6, 31-34 in the NLT says, So don't worry about these things, saying, What will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your Heavenly Father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and live righteously, and He will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Seek God first and trust him even when you don't know the outcome. Trust and know that he knows. He already knows the outcome. He already knows the plan. He already knows the way. He already knows all your needs. He already knows. He already knows. He already knows. Just trust that he knows. You don't have to worry. You don't have to worry. Today's trouble is enough for today. I love that part of the scripture. Today's trouble is enough for today. You don't even have to worry. But that's it for this episode, guys. Like I was saying earlier, I think I want to talk about basic training in tech school, which is where I am now. Um, I might talk about them after I graduate tech school because this episode is going to end up being like hours long if I do talk about them both now, but I think I might talk about the experience so far and then like another episode after I graduate, like about the whole experience, but I don't know. I'll see. But yeah, so next episode or sometime in the future, I'll talk about my basic training experience and also my tech school experience, but that's it for this episode, guys. I hope I was able to provide some insight and helpful tips for anyone trying to join the Air Force or the military in general, and I hope I was able to provide some encouragement as well from just sharing my story and my testimony. Thank you for listening. Please rate the podcast and leave it a review. The podcast is available on Apple, Anchor, and Spotify. I'm trying to get it on Google too, but it's like taking some time. But hopefully it'll be on there too. But be sure to follow the podcast at Declaration and Faith Podcast for all updates. And also follow my personal Instagram at I-S-R-A-M-D-A. DM me on the podcast Instagram or comment on my post. And just let me know your thoughts about this episode. Any questions, any comments, just anything. And I'll be sure to get back with you. I pray you enjoy the rest of your day or evening whatever time you're listening and stay tuned for the next episode bye guys